Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to NFL Trend Zone. I am your host, Dustin Baker, here with Wes Johnson, Jason Bowen. We bring you all the NFL's topics for the week, or at least the most apropos ones. That's what we're doing this week, and it was a busy one. Surprise, surprise, surprise. March Madness does not only belong to basketball. It belongs to the NFL offseason. So, tonight, the biggies, the Tyreek Hill trade, fell out of the sky. Bada bing. The Dolphins got better. Chiefs got a bunch of draft picks. Uh, We're going to talk about Sean Watson, finally, finding a new home. Zadarius Smith joins the Minnesota Vikings. And then where in the hell do Baker Mayfield and Jimmy Garoppolo fit into the quarterback carousel? All of those sexy topics are on our slate tonight. But first, betonline.ag is our sponsor. It's that time of year for college basketball as the tournament is down to the Sweet 16. If you're in, you're looking to wager this year, BetOnline is the number one spot for all of your updated odds and information, along with great contests, including bracket contests, where you have a chance to take home the top prize. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, B-L-E-A-V to get started. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting in your favorite Vegas casino games. BetOnline, where the game starts. March Madness was taken over by the NFL, and that's even on top of the regular March Madness being pretty damn sweet. Uh, Stories galore have dominated the news cycle and... The one that none of us saw coming at all was the Tyreek Hill trade that kicked up momentum. And like 30 minutes later, it happened. Uh, My funny little story about this before we jump into the aftermath of the trade is, so before I resigned from my full-time job at a uh, entertainment center in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, two weeks ago, um, one of my co-workers, Cameron, is a diehard Chiefs fan. And he has said since I've known him, which is about a year he says that they w- he wished they would trade Tyreek Hill for draft picks so that they could fill out the rest of the roster. And he has nothing against Tyreek Hill whatsoever. It's just that he thinks that with Mahomes' contract coming up, that he thinks they should fortify the defense and get better on the whole. And uh, I texted him right when I saw the news because he was clamoring for it, and bada-bing, it happened. So the coolest part about this in general was how fast it happened, how seismic it is that the fastest guy in the world is going to Miami. So why don't you, Wes, first tell me your initial initial reactions and then some of the aftermath about what you think goes down from hereafter. Uh, initial reactions, wow. Uh, <laughs> first, Devontae Adams and now the Cheetah. Um, number one and number two pretty much in people's power rankings for wide receivers. Yeah, and I, I don't know really what to think. I, I I have a feeling that these contracts that they've been handed uh, will probably sour towards the end of the deal. Mm-hmm. Um, the draft compensation is nuts in itself. Um, you know, it's usually around what a quarterback would go for or, mm-hmm. or what have you. 
um, it's just very, very, very surprising uh, just to see the sheer uh, number of trades. I think Tom Pelissaro tweeted out the the stats on it. So nine trades have happened. Uh, total combined 39 Pro Bowl selections <laughs> over a 16-day span. It's just absurd. So I, I, I mean, good for Tyreek Hill. Uh, good return for Kansas City. Uh, I, I like what they're doing down in Miami. They they've spent all off season building around Tua. Uh, they are bolstering the line. Um, they brought in some running backs that are familiar with the. Uh, San Francisco system. Um, and now they have dynamic pass catchers. They have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, uh, arguably two of the fastest wide receivers in the NFL. So it, it's it's going to be interesting to see. And, you know, there's not going to be an excuse for Tua. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. So, Jason, Tyreek Hill was traded for. A twenty, so a first rounder, second rounder, two fourth rounders, and a sixth rounder. And what was it? Three years ago, two years ago, Hopkins went for a second round pick, and that was it. Prime, prime Hopkins. Uh, when I first met my wife, when we first started dating, I should say in 2015, she was getting to know football, and she, one time she was asking about trades, and I remember telling her trades are more of a baseball thing. And now, now I think the NFL is caught up. So, Jason, tell us about Tyreek exiting the robust AFC West. Man, oh, man. Oh, man, it made my day. <laughs> made my day. Gosh, as a Broncos <laughs> fan, not a whole lot of Broncos news today. That was big, big news. Mm-hmm. Um, not having to worry about that guy twice a year. Um, I was shocked. You know, we um, had a morning break at the office today. And a um, friend of mine comes up to me and he said, and he mentioned this. Um, he's like, yeah, they're talking about it on ESPN. I'm like, that's no, that, I mean, that's ridiculous. And then I go back and sit down at my desk and he comes over there like three seconds later and shows me Schefter's tweet. And then it just moved quickly, escalated fast. And it was obviously between the jets and the, and the dolphins. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I don't know how much this benefits either team, really. I really just don't. And that's that's where I'm I'm struggling with it because Tyreek, I mean, th- this guy is such a game changer. And when you subtract him from that offense in Kansas City, I don't know what that offense is going to look like. I just, I really don't. Um, you know, I'm going to have to account two guys on this man. Um, and then you br- and then you move him to 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 Miami. And I don't know how much that benefits Hill. I mean, I could just see him getting so frustrated down there and God, heaven forbid, if Tua gets hurt and they got to bring in Teddy. Oh my God, things will not be happy down in Miami. I do like what they're doing collectively as a team. Um, I, I don't, and the draft picks that they gave up. Uh, I, I think, I think that they can do without them. I really just do. I mean, they would have got two first next year coming up again, uh, Miami. Yep. So I think that they're still in a good spot. It seems on paper when you look at it, bam, they gave up a lot. I don't know that they did. I really just don't, especially with the team that they already have in place there. If they can continue to grow together, I think they're in a good spot. 
I don't think the quarterback is right down there, though. I don't know what Tua is capable of. Um, and Tyreek, oh, man, I just, I don't know. As a Broncos fan, I am thrilled to death, though. I, I don't care what happened, who got what, doesn't matter to me. Not yeah. our problem anymore. So I want to go on record that any of these deals, especially the Chiefs one or to an extent the Packers and Raiders one, I would not give up these packages for wide receiver. Yeah. I flat I flat out wouldn't. I would I would mm-hmm. entertain it for a proven quarterback like Watson without the baggage or certainly Wilson, but I, I wouldn't do it for a single playmaker um, because they don't touch the ball every single play like the quarterback does. And uh, I I don't know. I I it's it's usually silly to say who won the trade the day of. Um, right. But I if I had to pick, I would say give me the Chiefs because you get the draft picks and they got five of them. And they're probably going to hit on two or three of those being realistic. And then that's depth and that's cheap depth for four to five years uh, for both those guys. And you're never going to, in my opinion, see a Patrick Mahomes that's diminished until, you know, 15 years from now or whatever. And I think the show will go on. They'll find the next fast guy who won't be quite as good as Tyreek, but it really won't matter all that much because now Mahomes will enter. I mean, this is kind of a, a fallout of his big money kicking in. Something mm-hmm. got something had to give, and we've prognosticated that a couple times. Like, what's the roster going to look like when his fifty million per season kicks in? Well, on de- almost day one, they get rid of his most dynamic playmaker. Um, so for for quarterback deals, if some of those dudes, even Stafford, now looks vindicated, or the Rams look vindicated, I support selling the farm for a quarterback. But for a single guy who touches the ball, what every three or four plays on offense. I'm just not quite there. So um, I'll, and I, and I just trust the chiefs more than I do the dolphins. So, yeah. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I'll just to play devil's advocate on mm-hmm. there in, in, in Tyreek's defense, he does have that capability to actually, you know, affect the game, even when he's not getting the ball, yep. um, right. you know, um, but, but I agree with you tenfold on that. And, and he's not going to be anywhere, anywhere what he was in, in Kansas city when he doesn't have the, the, the quarterback that's capable of throwing it 50 yards down the field and he can just go and get it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I should clean this up a little bit. If it was a first and a fifth, I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. But five picks. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's a lot. Right. Ricky yeah. Williams esque. Yeah. That's when I'm like, all right, that's naughty. That's yeah, it is. And <laughs> it, it, it's just too many. And, um, yeah, and I know a couple of them are fourth rounders and a sixth or whatever it is. And uh, I mean, we'll all eventually warm up to it. And I think uh, that's ultimately what, you know, Dolphins or Chiefs fans have to do. But yeah, it, the, the takeaway from from this transaction for me will be how how quickly it just showed up in the news cycle. So I think this should be yeah. a, a, should be a lesson that although rumors should be taken with a grain of salt in all of sports, these NFL ones, as soon as they start to percolate, you better keep your eyes open because yeah. the shit comes to fruition. Oh yeah. yeah. And not to mention he had drew Rosenhaus as his agent. Boy. <laughs> right. Yeah. And my, my old vivid memory of him is when he was out in Terrell Owens, uh, driveway <laughs> yeah. when Terrell Owens was doing sit-ups. Yeah. But <laughs> that was just when, uh, I think that's when he was just coming, coming up. All right, so we got we had the big that trade, and that wasn't yeah. even the biggest trade of the week since we last talked. I don't know. I can't even. Yeah. Remember, did we talk about Devonte last time, or was that was that new to the show? No, we we did. Okay, all right. So that yeah, one yeah. is in the rear view. But we had Deshaun Watson. So the Browns, we were told, or they were told, or both of us, or none of us were told that they had exited the sweepstakes. It was almost like a dating show where they were like, 
the Falcons have been eliminated from the process. And you're like, what is this shark tank? And, (laughs) and it was just so bizarre that the way that it was like orchestrated television, that these teams were eliminated. Well, all Baker Mayfield posted a goodbye note and we're like, well, that's weird because they're out of the sweepstakes. What's going on? Well, evidently he had on good authority that he was on the chopping block, but Watson moves. First of all, gets a fully guaranteed $230 million contract with uh, all of the misconduct impropriety allegations hanging over his head. And ah, man, where, how far have we come in our gridiron lives that Looking around all 32 teams, Sean Watson says, I want to go to Cleveland. I mean, my God, it was it was a joke of a place three years ago, four years ago. So, Jason, give me this Watson stuff. I don't know if you want to. You probably have to touch on the fact that it's a risk because of uh, his his proceedings against them. But give me the, the Watson breakdown. Oh, a huge risk. And I think and, and I think it was even announced that he swayed his decision back that way because of all the guaranteed money he yeah. wanted to be assured and it was all about the money it was nothing else um and i think at first maybe initially in his search well i don't really know why he kind of wanted new orleans and because the front runners were new orleans and atlanta i believe and then at one Especially point in time, the end. yeah and then at one point in time carolina but like you said uh nflnetwork.com carolina now out of the sweepstakes <laughs> uh, but yeah i mean it was all about the guarantee money and i think i thought i saw somewhere um there was a snippet of it of part of that contract it doesn't matter if he sits out a year still getting paid all that <laughs> yeah and isn't his uh, contract suspension proof yeah suspension proof yep. uh toward any of the uh, the the <laughs> pending proceedings what so does it matter? Like, what? how did he do this? That's that's the great question. And I don't know how that got done either. But yeah, I mean, obviously, it's a huge risk. And, and you know, as a God, that's it comes as such a shocker to me that that happened fully guaranteed for somebody that's not fully guaranteed to play. Yeah, I flabbergasted um, was my reaction, A, because it was the Browns. And then, you know, my historical brain goes on and like the, the team that he picked was the Cleveland Browns. And the mammoth amount of picks, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And, too. and so I, I, I tried from three angles to look at this. And the most prominent one is, would I have wanted my favorite football team to do this deal if there was no such thing as massage therapy allegations against him? Because you, barring injury, have absolutely assured relevance for the next 10 years. And that's probably worth it to give up the King's ransom that they did. And I mean, I guess they went four and 12 with them in 2020, but who knows what, what that voodoo was. So I think there would be a pathway to get on board with it. If indeed he was the regular Deshaun Watson from two years ago, never heard of any of the, the suspect stuff. But I, I don't know. It just seems like, and now they they have to roster build with a wildly expensive quarterback. They they have Amari Cooper and Peoples Jones. Do they get somebody else, Wes? Already? Oh, uh, there's rumors. OBJ possibly Juice Landry coming back. Um, uh, what's his face? Um, was with them in Houston. Um, Fuller? Fuller. Okay. Yeah, it's been rumored that all, all those guys could uh, go and, and play with them. 
Okay. Or none of them. <laughs> well, and then what about, uh, and then obviously you, you got Chubb, which is huge. I mean, he's, he, you know, but yeah. what is, what's he get? Is he, what kind of contract is Chubb on right now? Well, I think he's got a pretty, is it pretty sweet running back contract? Is it? Okay. That's what Probably. I thought. I just, I wasn't sure if he was on a rookie deal or what, how, I don't even. Three years, 36 million. Yeah. And he, but he's still playing out his rookie deal, right? Chubb? No. What? I don't think so. Didn't he come? Didn't he come in the same? He's yeah. He came in the same year as Bradley Chubb, I think. Right? Oh, maybe I screwed that up. Hold on. But Bradley Chubb. Oh yeah. You, no, you're right. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Or did he get ex- going to interrupt for just a second to talk about Athletic Greens? Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose the one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptions to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and even aging. It's all lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. And then the disclaimer is these statements uh, have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens take ownership of your health. No, so he his rookie deal expired in 2021. So whenever they extended him, that's that's okay. that's kicking in. So three years, 36 million. So 12 million a year for a running back, and there was 20 million guaranteed. He'll be a free agent in 2025. Yeah. That's so they're a good paying investment there. They're paying him, and they like to use him the way that Stavansky runs at offense, and then still got Kareem Hunt. So heck yeah. So what's yeah. what's the verdict for you, Jason? You you think it was foolish or? Well, you know, I mean, I looking at it the way you just described, you know, uh, it, it's 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 impossible to do that, right? Um, hell yeah, I'd give it to him if there was no such thing as that the the legal proceedings. Um, you know, D- Deshaun Watson prior to all of this would have been. As a, as a Bronco fan, my number one choice, I think, just because of the age, because of you know the capabilities and the and the yeah and the guaranteed you know quarterback presence that you'd have in your room for you know and and prior to all these things coming out league wide, Deshaun Watson was a class act. <laughs> I mean, he was like re- revered. I mean, respected. Nobody had a single bad thing to say about him. Went to you know did the Clemson thing. I mean, prominent college athlete, graduated game. I mean, so, but yeah, uh, these things come out, it makes it really complicated, but. I think, uh, Wes, Wes, you retweeted something from, I can't remember the the guy's job title, but talked about the oddity of Watson having so many different massage therapists. Yep. Um, and didn't the spirit of the tweet say that, because these are $100 million bodies that typically you only trust a person or two people. Right. Yeah. And so it it lends smoke to the fire of the 
uh, impropriety because otherwise, if you're like everybody else, you're going to one massage person, right? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Just the, the sheer number of uh, people that he was enlisting to touch his body and aid in his recovery um, just really didn't make sense. Uh, there's no plausible explanation as to why athlete of his caliber would essentially change massage therapist two or three times a week. It, the the number of massages that he was ending up having were, you know, numerous times a week with numerous different therapists. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. yeah I, um, I'm, I'm trying. So you, you would have to, the, the Browns would have had to do every which way of diligence on this. But then you see the reports from the athletic that they, they chatted about it for a half hour. Right. <laughs> they didn't talk to any of the, the ladies uh, that was it Tony Busby rep- represents. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So they, would, yeah, go ahead. They must be able, they, if, if to spend that much money and spend that much draft capital, they must believe that enough money will make them go away or, and, or they can weather a suspension for six games. Right. I mean, that has to be what they consider the end game, especially because yeah. he's suspension proof. He's still getting paid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the more we talk about it, the more it's like, good God, what a. It's what amazing. A yeah. I, it's, I, it's absolutely amazing. Yep. It's I, grimy. And I, I was fine with the trade itself. Mm-hmm. Um, the trade itself, it was kind of inevitable to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't have any issue with it. The The way that they wound up structuring the contract and then also the the amount of guaranteed money that he got it just it kind of rubbed me the wrong way um you structure his contract for this year to be one million dollars so if he's suspended he's only missing out on oh is uh, that what it is yeah yeah i saw that too he's only missing out on like uh a game something like that some absurdly low number and that in in and of itself like i I hope you know the worst things happen in this situation to watson and to the browns just for retrospect uh watson has some crazy dead cap numbers if this were no i saw that i think i did i retweet that or i just saw it i think so yeah um this year it's the full 230 mil uh, next year it drops down to 219 mil. Uh, the year after that, 164 mil, and then uh, the last two years of the deal, it's uh, uh, 109, and then down to essentially 55. But yeah. So yeah. so I am very uneducated when it comes to the cap and all that stuff. So explain that to me in retrospect when you say if it should go awry like oh. worse like worst case scenario yeah. i mean yeah. like whether he gets hurt or he yeah. they, you know so, so what, what would happen then so the nfl salary cap for this year is um 208 million it usually goes up about 10 million a year say for some reason something happens over the course of the next year 
and essentially Watson is banned from for life from the NFL. Uh, the Cleveland Browns won't be able to field the team because they won't have any cap room to do so. It, it'll oh be a, a two hundred and nineteen million dollar hit uh, with a cap of two hundred and eighteen million. Is there? Do we? I, you have to think or hope that they have a clause in there that says if new stuff comes out, right or not? Probably, but they, they're still on the hook for the money. Well, so <laughs> when you so the cap hit is to a full two hundred and some yeah. million, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so, and if what what then if something doesn't go bad, then, but how do they fill the team then? Oh, it's just progressive. So the money is staggered over five years. Right. Yep. So they, they fully guaranteed $230 million of his contract. And they spread that out over the course of five years. Um, One million the first year plus a signing bonus uh, or some portion of, of that 230 is a signing bonus. Um, any guaranteed money uh, over the course of the deal say the team moves on from him after three years, whatever prorated amount of that guaranteed money would then be considered dead cap space. Yeah. I still don't fully understand it. I know you guys have explained it to me and other people have as well. It's still, I, for some reason, it just doesn't, it just doesn't click with me. I I still don't get it. I'll send you an article. I, I found one when I was trying to, explain it last year around this time just to to oversimplify it and and dead cap is only there if the player is no longer part of the team is that right correct okay the dead cap is immovable like it just it it counts against the cap no matter what so they <clears throat> the risk is that they would have to if if watson is hurt or if watson suspended next year for or 2023 for this that they would, tires yeah they would they would build a a roster without a guy who sucks 50 million dollars out of the cap like but the money's still there so you'd have to go get a rookie quarterback and build out a roster against a phantom who is earning 50 million dollars and it's and, and, yeah he's still getting it but yeah. no matter where he is yeah no i <clears throat> that's why i'm unclear because i, I if he retires he, surely uh, he wouldn't. I mean, because then in, why wouldn't he just retire? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that so would be, the, I guess, the one. There's, thing. I think there, I, I would think for most of these contracts, there is a morals clause. And I think that was the big beef with Antonio Browns is that they were able just to say, nope, you're done, even though he wasn't on a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, or even like uh, Wes looking at Jeff Gladney, his money's still dead cap. Right. Yep. And that's that's because I think the Vikings, for for good PR, released him when things got murky. Yeah. And, and it's it's only for whatever the the current league year is. Mm-hmm. Because because the Vikings cut bait with Gladney, it doesn't account for that league year. It it tolls to the next league year. But then once that league year ends, that uh money comes off the books. So the Carson Wentz trade last year from Philadelphia to Indianapolis um, created like a $45 million dead cap hit for Philadelphia. Um, 
I believe, which was current for that year because the trade happened in the off season okay. or the transaction happened in the off season. So now this year, that money comes off the books and they don't have to account for it. Whenever we get on this topic, Wes, I think about Luol Deng. Yeah. <laughs> and the way that his, his, his contract on the Lakers just told every year. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Is there, is there a such thing as dead cap in other sports? Oh, well, baseball uh, doesn't have a salary cap. And I think the NFL just does the, or excuse me, NBA has luxury tax, right? Yeah. Well, the NBA has dead situation cap. is, yeah. You don't often see players getting cut, though, in the NBA, but they did allow for a provision where a team could essentially cut a player on a, a bloated contract and either take the, the hit in one year or spread it across, yeah. I believe, five years. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, yeah. uh, and remember, Jason, NBA deals are guaranteed, fully guaranteed. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's the kicker. All right, let's move on to Zadarius Smith in Wes's and I's backyard. So <clears throat> the chronology on this was he missed almost all of 2021 with a back injury, had back surgery. The Packers entered this offseason with a nasty cap situation, and they ultimately traded their best playmaker wide receiver. They re-upped with their quarterback for $45 million per season. And then they had to pay the piper elsewhere. One of those moves was to cut bait with Zadarius Smith. And he, from the two years that he was healthy prior to this one, he ranked third in the NFL in sacks. That was 19 or 2019 and 2020 behind uh, Aaron or behind Shaquille Barrett and TJ Watt. Then there was Donald and Zadarius Smith tied with the same number of sacks. Well, when his, some of his pal coaches, um, Mike Smith and Zepetin, uh, they went to ended up going to the Vikings. Uh, Zedaria started dropping clues with eye emojis that, you know, he was looking around and he was a free agent. And he almost signed with the Ravens on a handsome deal backed out at the last moment. Like we've seen with Randy Gregory and whatnot. And lo and behold, he went and visited with the Vikings this week. And now he and Daniil Hunter will be the team's pass rushers. And, it's not unheard of that the Vikings would make a big splashy free agent move, but it's been a while since you had one with uh, the big sticker shock that or marquee uh, drawing power that Zadarius has. So Wes, I have not heard your thoughts on Zadarius Smith to the Vikings. So hit me with them. All right. I like the deal. Uh, I think when healthy, uh, he and Daniel Hunter will form a pass rushing duo that, should tops the league or should be tops in the league. Um, also running out in, you know, the Fangio, uh, Donatello um, defense, I, I think will benefit them both. Uh, Smith has some um, history within uh, components of the, the system uh, coming from Green Bay. Uh, we also added uh, Mike, Petten as a um, defensive assistant. Uh, so all of that stuff should help. Um, it's the first time Minnesota's ran a, a true 3-4 um, in uh, a, a long time. I, was it 20 years, something like that? No, uh, 40. 40 years, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, well, actually, I think about thirty-seven. I think I think they did it in nineteen eighty-five. 
and they yeah. said the hell with this and they went back to the four <laughs> three yeah so so about as long as i've been following the team they have never ran a, a three four so I, is that right yeah as a viking oh, fan oh, I'm, they are i'm excited for it the vikings are notoriously long-standing four three yeah. It's almost like a prerequisite when they hired a coach. Like you're going to run the four three, right? <laughs> Seriously, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like down the line, and I don't even remember why, or I haven't researched why they went three four for one of those years. And that's all. That's all I know is a four three defense. <laughs> so when we're start looking at like some of the linebackers on the Vikings, uh, you know, I had this epiphany that well, they only really need two off ball linebackers. Right. You know, to make the thing tick, because you'll have Daniel and Zadarius on the edges, and then the the beef up in the middle. Yeah, I uh with his signing, I, I don't know where that leaves the team with Anthony Barr. Um Quasi pretty much said today that they asked him about Anthony Barr and he pivoted yeah. to the tough decisions quote. <laughs> right. Uh and the only reason I bring his name up is he's got he restructured last year mm-hmm. and what was it a ten million dollar cap hit if uh, not resigned and yeah and that's over the course of two years that one was a, a unique one i believe there um there were void years added onto his deal so it wouldn't be 10 million and that number comes off the book it'd be 10 million the next two years in dead cap yeah, okay. All right. So, Jason, tell me the 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 outsider perspective of Zadarius Smith joining Minnesota. Well, yeah, very very great signing there. You guys mentioned the. I still I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that you guys haven't ran a three four defense in forty years. <laughs> uh, you know, I I don't know that uh, that Fangio really did that though much either. I mean, I, I don't. I don't, hopefully Donatel's the guy for you guys, and I'm I'm certain that he will be. I love the fact that you guys got two bookends again. I mean that that's that's an exciting feeling. Um, it's kind of it kind of reminds me of what a lot of those teams in the AFC have been trying to do. So um, aside from uh, maybe the maybe the Rams, I mean I think that's probably the scariest front and in, in the NFC. In the uh, NFC, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, in the NFC for sure. Um, you know, and and uh, I. T- Great, yeah, great signing. Three four is going to be exciting, though. I, 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 you know, the three four defense. I think Wade Phillips, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot when he was with with Denver in 2015. But uh, I know I got a lot of Vikings fans at work, and they are electric about this. Um, <laughs> I don't know a whole heck of a lot about Zadarius Smith. The NFC North is. Aside from the Vikings, I don't pay a whole heck of a lot of attention to. So I didn't know how dominant he was until I researched a little bit. Um, you got to figure, too, getting a whole year to to regroup from that injury had mm-hmm. to pay. It has to be a, uh, you know, a favor to his body. So, I mean, he's 29, but, you know, you could say he's 28. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, got a young guy. Yeah, overall, you know, A plus. There's always uh, this extra juice of excitement when a guy goes directly from Green Bay to Minnesota. Oh, I bet. Because the pipeline never flows in reverse. Like, ultimately, like, a guy might play for the Vikings in 2012, and then in 2017, he joins the Packers. But it's so rare that a Viking goes immediately to Green Bay 
but in the inverse, they just flow. Like uh, whether it's Greg Jennings, Ryan Longwell, Favre had a one-year gap, and now Zadarius. So it's all and and it just drives Packer fans nuts. And well, they, it shouldn't. That doesn't happen anywhere else in the league. Yeah, it's most really teams, weird. Most teams want to get their guys to, as far away from their own conference as possible. Yeah, that yeah, that's and that's why the Colts couldn't get in on the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes yeah. is because they didn't want to see that bastard and. <laughs> And yeah, so the, the deal on Smith and Hunter is it is this supreme gamble by the new general manager, Quasi Adolfo Mensa, uh, because the reward is like dudes, dudes that can feasibly get 15 sacks apiece in a single season. Um, but conversely, since the start of 2020 combined, those players have missed 64% of all football games. And you just kind of have to hope that those are just outliers. Like it's not going to happen when they put on purple clothes. And in that regard, it is a huge gamble. Um, thankfully, some of the developmental guys, the Vikings had have got some on the job training because Daniel Hunter was hurt and they can in theory return to the bookends of, you know, Everson Griffin feel and Daniel Hunter. Cause when that was a rock and roll and it was wonderful. And since Daniel Hunter has been injury prone the last two years, it's just this complete like, eh, yeah, go put DJ Wanham out there and see what happens. Thankfully, because Mike Zimmer can still run a masterful scheme, they got to the quarterback pretty often last year, but it was on a backbone of a shitty defense. Otherwise, it was really weird. It was a really bad defense that got a bunch of sacks. Yeah. yeah. Well, and 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 uh, I'll piggyback just a little bit on that. And I think that is the situation that that a lot of teams that try to do this end up in, right? I mean, like, because in, in Denver's case with Chubb and Gregory, I mean, those two could be really dynamic, but you're going to run that risk of injury. Both of them have, have dealt with it. And, and, and you ran the same issue with Vaughn and Chubb. And then you're going to run into that same issue in San Diego or Los Angeles with, with Bosa and Mac. Yeah, that's, <clears throat> I was in my Twitter messages, uh, people asking me if I consider instantly Smith and Hunter, the best duo. And the one that comes to mind is Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa that I don't think in their purest form can be topped. Yeah. Like you're, I agree. I don't, I don't, I don't even know if you could like slide guys around realistically and put a better pair than those two. Um, and then the whole AFC, AFC West for that, uh, matter is just edge rusher galore, but uh, yeah, it's, hoping that these guys stay healthy. And, yep. and I, I can't remember really the last time that there has been two hyped up, well known, coveted bookends that have been able to stay healthy the entire year. I don't remember, right? Yeah, you just have to hope that the depth behind them when those injuries hit is going to be yep. juicy enough. All right, let's uh, let's do our last topic on the quarterback carousel because. When, let's see, was it, um, yeah, when Matt Ryan got traded to the Colts, who are signing a different quarterback every year now, that's the new thing, you keep trying, swinging until you find, finally get one that gets to the postseason and wins a playoff game. So they're trying on Matt Ryan for size, which is fine and dandy. And then the immediacy of that, the Falcons signed Marcus Mariota, which presumably will be their solution while they effectuate this rebuild or whatever it is they're going to do without Matt Ryan. And you got Trubisky in Pittsburgh, a semi-commitment to Drew Locke in Seattle. And the quarterback carousel is motionless now, but you still have two starters that are like, what about me? And that is Jimmy Garoppolo and Baker Mayfield. 
So the reason this topic came to mind is I was about to tweet uh, with Mariota. Um, looks like the quarterback carousel is done or something to that effect. But then you have the two starters looking out uh, on the outside, looking in. So Jason, uh, to me, it seems like the Panthers need a quarterback. Otherwise it's Darnold Newton sandwich, which nobody wants. And then if you perceive the Seahawks is lying, then they need one. So is it a no brainer that Garoppolo goes to Carolina and Mayfield goes to Seattle? Yeah, I mean, both of those seem to make a lot of sense to me. I, Garoppolo's not going to Seattle. I can't imagine that. There's no way the Niners deal him to the yeah to the to the Seahawks. Would, I would, would you think. really care though? <laughs> I would. Uh, I mean, not now. I mean, I don't know where these two guys end up. Um, I, there was a time where I thought maybe potentially Baker could could maybe wind up in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're well, they got and they, yeah, they do, they do, and I'm still hoping to see a, a fully healthy Jameis um, and see what he, cause I mean, he was, he was, he didn't look too bad last year when he was, when he was in the, you know, plan, but mm-hmm. th- you know, they don't have shot. They don't have Peyton anymore. They got a defensive minded coach. So it'll be interesting to see how that team moves ahead. Um, so it, it, it's the pan, the Panthers and the Seahawks make the most sense. Um, I don't know. I, I see the Seattle Seahawks for some reason I'm not following them on Twitter but for some reason they're always on my feed now not probably because I'm still following Drew Locke but they yeah. seem to be they seem to be behind him a little bit I mean what what else would you do but mm-hmm. um yeah so really so, really tough choice tough decision on both those it is so so Wes I think there is a universe where Garoppolo could be a backup because he's getting older and to me I know he advances in the playoffs. Um, but I give a lot of cr- credit to Shanahan. I think there is a universe where he could be a QB too, but with Baker Mayfield, I don't know. It's just too, I think it's too early for him to be unemployed. So where the hell does Mayfield go? Uh, that I really don't know. Uh, Seattle probably makes the most sense. Uh, I, I think Carolina's come out and said that they're not interested in, mm-hmm in Mayfield. Uh, so it really comes down to Seattle. I'm wondering if, you know, many of these GMs really want to help the Browns, um, offload that contract. I mean, <laughs> he's getting what? 24 mil. Is that what uh, his final? Yeah. I, I think that's what he counts against the cap. Um, that's funny. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I could see nothing happening. <laughs> Yeah, really? and then he just percolates until free agency next year. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, then what a mystery it'd be about how good if he, how good would he be? They de, they uh, Deshaun Watson Mayfield. They tell him just stay home. Yeah. And pay wow. him all year. Unbelievable. Yeah, first overall pick in the 2018 NFL draft, just kicking yeah. it for his final year of his rookie deal, and he doesn't suck, but he wasn't first round pick good. That's yeah. the or first first overall pick. Good. Well, with the Panthers, <clears throat> if they don't land Garoppolo because of the divisional fears, that would nominate them as the only team on on the fast lane to start a rookie quarterback in week one with whoever they pick. Correct? Maybe. <laughs> Who knows what they're? Uh, it, it was also brought to the attention that <clears throat> does. Uh, Carolina have an, enough 
to make a push in the, the NFC, even with one of those two quarterbacks. And I, I don't think either of those two quarterbacks moves the needle for them to be able to do so. So would the uh, philosophy then be to wait for the 2023 draft? It it might be. Um, outside of um, Malik Willis, the other quarterbacks all seem to have questions, and mm-hmm. so does he. You know, he comes from a, a smaller school. Yeah. Um, I, I think he's probably the top quarterback in the class, and uh, somebody will become enamored with him and and probably make that move to get him top ten, top five. Um, I know we'd previously talked. You know, I didn't see see one in going in the top five or top ten, but. Uh, it's kind of inevitable that one always seems to make the push. Um, it's just not a strong quarterback class. So um, maybe they ride it out. Uh, if they're going to do that, though, it makes sense to um, maybe even cut Sam Darnold and just take the the dead cap hit. I, I don't know how many years he has remaining on his contract. but yeah, He's the same year as Mayfield. Okay, so... And I can't remember if they extended him. I don't think so. I thought they, or did they? they? Oh, they yeah. might have. have yeah, check on that. Yeah. So we're sitting here talking about the futures of Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, and if we <laughs> would have had this show four years ago, we would have called idiots for thinking that they wouldn't quite pan out as QB ones. And so that just shows you the drafts, draft prognosis are hit and miss. I'll say it till the day I die. Yeah, and then yeah. you also have to think about how much of that is really uh, is 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 piss poor coaching too yeah i mean i i it has to be a lot to do with it porkers and josh rosen yeah that whole class yep josh allen was only one or it was lamar in that one too or was lamar, lamar. seven yeah lamar, lamar was, yep lamar and allen were the ones that thrived one of them has an mvp yeah man it's and i would have never guessed that allen would have we'd be sitting here talking what we talk about allen either yeah um you know, so gosh, what a what a weird draft. And that was that was a coveted class too. Oh yeah. Right. Um let's let's end on Matt Ryan. So we talked about him about a month ago, thinking he was probably gonna go somewhere. And we we said how it would make sense for the Broncos, not gonna be the Broncos because they 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 upselled themselves on Wilson. But Jason, what uh so you didn't like wins to the Colts, rightfully so. What do you think about Ryan? Oh man, I think this is a great move. Uh, you know, both parts of right. They only had to give up. Uh, you know, what what did they give up for him? A third, yeah, third round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that was that. I mean, I think uh, Ryan's going to fit in great there. I think yeah. he's going to get him to the playoffs and then some. Might even win a game. Uh, I just think the Colts are such a structurally sound team right now. I mean, yeah. they got good protection up front. They can protect him. Great great running game. I'm not sure Ryan ever had a real good running game. Um, you know, decent receivers. I think it's set up perfectly for him. And he, he looks damn good in a Colts uniform too. <laughs> yeah, he is. I think we diagnosed he's 36, going to be 37. So that means if he follows a normal trajectory of performance that he probably has two, three years and then, uh, then he'll, he'll hit a wall. But uh, yeah, I I don't know that I love it because they're they're doing what I know from my childhood, and that's Vikings 
stuff of just finding a different veteran quarterback every year, hoping that it sticks and trying to figure out what your ceiling is. Is it playoff win? Is it Super Bowl? And so uh, I commend them for making the move. I think they'll win football games. And let's see, that division isn't really too nasty. Um, speaking of divisions, hold on. I heard this on ESPN radio this morning and I was driving my kids to daycare. It's completely switching divisions, but listen to this. Um, each year for, I don't know, the next couple of years, somebody out of this mix and probably two of them won't reach the postseason. Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, Mike Tomlin. Two of those guys per year, at least one for sure, and two of them probably won't reach the postseason because they're all in the same division. Mm. Isn't that wild? Wow, that mm-hmm. is. Yeah, because if there's going to be wars between Burrow and Watson, Burrow and Jackson, um, Jackson and Watson, and then Tomlin versus the world. And <laughs> yeah, it's it's really wild. And so the AFC West is a cream of the crop. Um, but the whole AFC is all, all of these players are being traded to the AFC or staying in the AFC when they get traded by an AFC team. And it's it, to me, and that sucks for Jason's team, but for me, I'm like, hell yeah. 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 Well, and <laughs> right. you could look at it uh, a few, a few ways, right? I mean, if you are able to split your division games and finish three and three in the division, um, you know, you still have so many other games. So, I mean, if you're that much better than everybody else in the league, there's a chance that all four teams can make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that that's a possibility in your c- scenario that you just mentioned, because I don't see any one of those teams, you know, so I think, I think, but yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy stat to think about. Tomlin's never had a losing record. No, no, no you're uh, not speaking out of, on a turn at all, NFC North sucks. If you want to compare, like, so yeah. to me, the Vikings are good because they're the Vikings, but I don't think anybody is outwardly scared of them. And then you have a depleted Packers, which always Rogers. When you get done with this, this show, go look at the Bears offensive death chart. It's hilarious. <laughs> like they're it's absolutely <laughs> hilarious what, what they're they have to be in a rebuild or something. And then Detroit is always Detroit. So yeah, no, there, there's you're not pulling any punches when you say the NFC North is laughable compared to the AFC West or the AFC South. Some yep. great, great football teams in the AFC. And I think that the Ryan move to the to the Colts. I mean, God, it, where does so where does that rank them? Well, um, in terms have, of all those teams, well, in the AFC, they're they're not very fearsome, but in the division, um, I know the Titans are consistent and good, but for for something about them, they never never scare me. I'm never like ooh, even when they got the one seed, I think I laughed about it. And so, <laughs> like, they're good. I know they'll win ten games and hooray, um, but I. I they don't, they don't do it for me. And then the Texans just garbage, just yeah. like completely mm-hmm. wayward and aimless. Like Davis mills evidently is what they're doing and yay. And then <laughs> Jacksonville is a huge question mark because they're not going to, I don't think they're going to go from what were they three and 14. They're not going to turn that around a single year. So the reason the Colts wanted to get a guy who is consistent, albeit old, is because they think they can go in division now. And they were you know, super close to doing it with Wentz. So, yeah, they, they I mean, will most when you, likely when you say yeah. all, when you say it 
all out loud like that, that division probably is in the the pit, like NFC North, you know? Yeah. So, all right, gentlemen, uh, who knows the way at the rate that we're going with these trades, what we'll have to talk about next week. But. <laughs> well, I mean, I remember, I remember a few years ago when we were talking about how great, well, shit, it was even, even this last year, I think, you know, talking about how great the NFC West was. Oh yeah. Um, and that now none of those teams were even remotely comparable to this, what the AFC West well, has done. The, the, the feeling was to an extent because Wilson was still in the West and the Niners were destined not to be poor. So there are vibes paralleled from what the NFC West could have been. Not anymore. Because the Cardinals are a, a great conundrum. Will they ever actually be good? Nobody knows. They always fall on their faces in the last month and a half. The Niners are a huge fat-ass question mark because of Trey Lance. We think he'll be good with Shanahan, but nobody knows. And then the Seahawks are back to Drew Locke and prayer. So it's like they overnight went from who, who's going to win it to, oh, yeah, let's see how many games the Rams win this division by. Yeah, crazy. That that's 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 how quickly the quarterback carousel can can mess up the league. It's, yeah, you're absolutely correct. It's it's insane, and then, you know, I this, oh my gosh, what it's been. There's been so much, by far the best off season yeah, no, in they, NFL history. I think I think you remember that 2019 off season NBA off season. Was that when LeBron went to the Lakers, or was that 2018? 2019, mm. I think. Yeah, I think it's twenty. Yeah, and and it was Kawhi watch, and so many players were moving to. Uh, I think there was more TV money. I think yeah. the NFL looked at that and says we need to get some of that, right? <laughs> because this off season, and it's only been going for a week and a half in terms of free agency, has just been just as good as that NBA off season. That was that was the year, Jason. We were at uh, your your house for Fourth of July. And I think I posted the meme about, you know, posted like it posted up at the cookout, looking at your phone, waiting for to figure out where Kawhi went. Yeah. Because for, <laughs> there was three days where nobody knew if he was going to the Lakers or I can't remember who else is in the mix besides the Clippers. But yeah, don't get they, me on a, don't get me on a tangent about what a colossal failure that decision was by. by <laughs> <him>. <laughs> yeah. I thought, well, cause right. Because then it was all about beating the Warriors. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that I just remember because that, yeah, the Warriors. I mean, they were such a juggernaut. And yeah. uh, yep, and then injuries, just a week's worth of injuries ended their their little run. LeBron beating yeah. that team was the best I've ever seen in, in NBA yeah. history. I mean, that was that's my opinion. Obviously, <laughs> I, you know, we could go on to that debate about who's best of, of all time all night. But God, that was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Until next time. All right. All right. Good night, guys. Later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.